Hey, hey, skinny peeps. Today is January 8th, 2019. Okay. Happy New Year. I have missed our time together over these past few weeks. And I am so glad to be back with you today. My name is Bevan Caramello. And for those of you who are new with us and just checking us out for the first time, let me just say a very special welcome to you. We are so glad you're here. I am the founder and speaker on this podcast. I am passionate about pointing and leading people to the Word of God, to spending daily time in the Bible, reading and praying, because quite simply, um, time in the Word has changed my life, and um, it continues to change me. It continues to challenge me, and and hopefully make me better, make me stronger, right? And hopefully make me more like Jesus. Um, I was raised in church, and I became a Christian when I was only eight years old. But like so many, um, I was never really taught how to study the Bible or what having a daily relationship with God really looked like. I went to church on Sunday, and I pretty much just prayed when I needed something or when something bad happened. Um, But it wasn't until years later as an adult in my 30s, um, actually, that I was invited to a women's Bible study. And um, as scared as I was, because um, I'd never been to a Bible study before, and I thought that's where only the like really, really good Christians went, (laughs) the ones who had it all figured out. I was so wrong. Bible study is exactly where we should all be going to try to figure things out. And no matter how hard we try, we never quite get there. We never get it all figured out. And that's really the point, right? Um, It's the most amazing book because we can study it our whole lives and continue to learn from it and continue to grow. And um, it was there in Bible study that God began to show me the power that's available to us through His Holy Spirit and and the power in His Word to change our lives. Um, Romans 12.2 tells us that um, we can be transformed by the renewing of our minds. But that transformation, that doesn't just happen by, you know, osmosis. We can't put the Bible under our pillow and just sleep on it and hope it soaks in, right? It it happens through daily time in the Word of God. Um, And so, you know, through that, I began to incorporate daily time in Bible study into my life. It didn't happen easily. It was a change that took some time. Um, But it was something that after I added it into my life, I couldn't believe I'd gone so long without it because on days where I get too busy and I don't make it a priority, um, those days feel much emptier. They they feel like they fall short um, because now it is truly my daily bread. I get why they call it that. It took some time to figure it out. I think you have to trust first and just start trying. And then God began to peel back the layers of scripture for me. And what I found was not this big, boring book that I had thought it was as a kid, but I found that it was the most intricate, most powerful, most perfect story that's ever been written. Okay, so with all that said, um, let's dive right in. We are starting a brand new series today. Um, It's a new series for the new year, and it's on prayer. It's called, Lord, Teach Us How to Pray. 
Okay, so if you've got your Bibles with you, turn with me to Luke chapter 11. Those of you who are with me um, almost every week, you know that I'll read the scripture for you. So if you're on the treadmill or you're driving down the road or you're washing dishes or folding laundry, um, you can just keep right on listening. I'll read the scripture. But if you've got your Bible with you and you're taking notes, turn with me to Luke chapter 11. I'm going to read verse 1 for us. It says, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray as John taught his disciples. All right, that John there that that they're talking about is John the Baptist. The disciples say, Lord, teach us how to pray. They see Jesus praying and Lord, teach us how to pray. You know, um, I think it's really interesting that the only thing we ever see in Scripture that the disciples ever asked specifically for Jesus to teach them was how to pray. The disciples never asked him, Lord, teach us how to heal people, or Lord, teach us how to um, cast out demons, or Lord, teach us how to perform you know, any other list of miracles. The one thing that they asked for specifically, we see right here in Luke chapter 11, as Jesus was praying and as they're watching him, they're, they want to know how to do it right. They want to know how to do what he's doing. Lord, teach us how to pray. And you know, I as I've been studying and preparing for this series, I just I can't help but wonder if that's because the disciples found it as hard as maybe we sometimes do, right? I mean, prayer is so simple. It really is. I tell myself that. So often, it's so simple. Bevan, it's just talking to God. You can't mess this up. Just talk to Him. And yet, if we're really honest with ourselves when we sit down to try to do it, or when we're driving in the car trying to do it, or when we're in church trying to do it, we know it's supposed to be simple, but we still feel like there's a complexity to it too, right? It's simple. Just talk to God. And yet, in scripture, we see different places where they say, make sure you pray within God's will. And I'm thinking, how do we know if we're staying in, how do you know if you're asking for something that's within God's will? And scripture tells us to pray in the Holy Spirit. You know, sometimes we see examples in scripture where they pray out loud. You know, are they praying in groups? Are they praying privately? Or Jesus is praying out loud in groups. Sometimes he's praying privately. Um, you know, we see People, Jesus prays over meals when he feeds the 5,000. He takes the bread. He asks God to bless it. He thanks God for it. And then he hands it out. And we see him feed 5,000 people with just a couple of fish and a few loaves of bread. You know, so why do we pray the way that we do? That's what we're going to be looking at through this series. I think it's so simple. And yet, at the same time, it's not. You know, we overthink it and we make it too hard. And yet, at the same time, we don't give it nearly enough thought. When we do think about it, we overthink it and we make it way too complicated. But yet, I think as far as the amount of time in each day that we actually devote to prayer, we probably don't put enough toward that. Um, I love what Wayne Grudem says here about prayer in his um, book. It's called Bible Doctrine. He's a famous um, theologian. And he says, um, one reason God wants us to pray is that in prayer, God allows us as creatures to be involved in activities that are eternally important. When we pray, the work of the kingdom is advanced. I thought, wow, that's 
that's a huge concept right there that when we pray, the things that we're taking to God, that we're talking to God about, that we're asking for, we're praying, we're interceding on behalf of other people or other nations or our own families, our friends, that the work of God's kingdom is advanced because he hears our prayers. And, you know, in preparing for this series, it's really, it forced me to ask myself um, some hard questions. You know, one of the things I was thinking about was, do I really believe prayer accomplishes anything? You know, do I believe that God brings about huge changes in the world or in other people's lives or in my own life in response to my prayers, in response to all of our prayers? Do I believe that God brings about changes in response to prayer? And then I started thinking, if I I say that I do believe that. Yes, I do believe in the power of prayer. And then I thought, well, if I really believe that my prayers have the capability of bringing about huge changes through God acting and doing what He's going to do because He hears our prayers, I thought, well, why don't I pray more? I mean, the Bible is full of prayer warriors, full of people who prayed, and then it things changed. You know, Nehemiah um, Esther, you know, over and over and over, we see um, Paul, we see so many different people. In my mind, I'm just racing right now, thinking through all these different places in scripture that I've been in over the past couple of weeks, where we see prayer changes the outcome of things. We see um, Hezekiah ask for healing, a king in the Old Testament when he's sick and he he asked, he's, he's like going to die and he asks God for healing and God grants him 15 more years on his life. Um, you know, so there's tons of places where we see that prayer brings about change in our circumstances. And so why don't I spend more time in prayer? You know, and these are hard questions, right? I mean, I totally get that. Um, but I think that's why we're here. We're here to ask the hard questions and to look them straight in the face. And so in this series, we're going to be taking a look at the one who did it best, the one who who prayed best, the one who answered this question when the disciples asked, Lord, teach us how to pray. We're going to go in. We're going to study Jesus himself. We're going to look at how he prayed. Um, the Bible's full of examples of times when Jesus retreated to quiet places to pray. That was important to him to continue that relationship that he already had a perfect relationship with God. And yet he still took time every day to, to go and to pray, sometimes for hours. Whenever he was going into something big to a, a really big mission, he spent hours in prayer because he knew he had to be plugged into the power source. God was his power source, even in his perfect relationship with God. So, um, you know, other times we see where he prayed out loud in crowds of people. Um, and I love the thought of thinking about Jesus praying out loud um, in crowds of people. I would, have, I would love to have been there to hear him pray. I love to hear my children pray out loud. They take turns sometimes at the dinner table. And it's so cute at dinner. They're young. My daughter is 11. I have twin boys who just turned nine. And you know, they don't always just pray for dinner. Sometimes they thank God for the new Lego set that they got, um, or, or they'll pray for a friend that is sick at school. They'll pray for all of these different things. And then hopefully they remember at the end to thank God for the for their food. Um, and, you know, I but I love listening um, to them pray. I love in Bible study when we take turns going around the room praying over different prayer requests of the different women in my group different friends and family, when we get to pray out loud, I think it's such a beautiful 
window into the people we care about, into their um, relationship with God. When they pray out loud, we're able to hear how they talk to God, and it's intimate and it's special, right? I mean, the disciples walked with Jesus. They traveled and lived together for years. They could have asked him to teach them so many things. But this, this is the thing that we see in scripture, prayer. Prayer is what they desired instruction on the most. So let's um, read a couple verses further in Luke. Luke chapter 11, I'm going to read verses 1 through 4. So I'll read verse 1 again, then we'll go all the way through 4. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, forgive our sins. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us and lead us not into temptation. Some of us are probably familiar with that. Um, A lot of churches pray that prayer. It's called the Lord's Prayer because it is the prayer in the Bible that Jesus gives to his disciples. Um, And so we're going to unpack that. We're going to unpack the Lord's Prayer. We're going to go look at it also in the book of Matthew over the coming weeks. Um, And I hope that you'll join me each episode of this series um, as we kind of take a deeper look into the Lord's Prayer and hopefully with that answer to the disciples' question, with what Jesus says in some different places in the Bible where we see prayer and where we see um, people who did it well and it brought about change, um, hopefully it's going to answer some of our questions of the you know the how-tos and the whys of prayer. This is proving to be a challenging one for me. This is a challenging series to prepare for. Um, just I'll tell you, I mean, I love a challenge. I do love a challenge. So I um, am really looking forward to our time together each episode. I hope that you'll be back here again with me next week. I will tell you too, if you have any specific questions about prayer that you'd like to see addressed over the coming weeks, um, go ahead and comment with those on um, the comment section of this episode posting in Facebook, or you can message me privately through Facebook as well. Um, If you're not already on Facebook, a part of our Facebook page with us, I would encourage you to join us there. Just search The Skinny with Jesus in Facebook and then add yourself there. Um, All are welcome. And if you have friends or family that you think would like to plug in with us here, please feel free to invite them as well. They are welcome too. Um, And, you know, to wrap things up before we go together, let's just take a second and, um, and let's pray together. Oh, Father God, hallowed be your name. You are worthy of our praise, Lord. I'm so grateful for this time together, Lord. I'm so grateful for each person that you have brought to this podcast, that you've brought to this message, to this series, Lord, for such a time as this. I know that you have something for each one of us, Lord, um, each week as we dive into your word to um, learn more about you, to grow in our relationship with you, and hopefully through this series, learn, Lord, to learn how to seek you uh, more fervently, to to bring our prayers to you uh, with more confidence. And um, Lord, I just pray that you would meet us right in the middle of this, um, where there's doubt and, and insecurity, uh, 
Lord, I pray that you would just cover that with peace and grace. I pray, Lord, that you would um, just guide us to what it is you have for each of us through this series, Lord. Um, I pray that as we go about our week coming up, that you would just watch over us, protect us. I pray for those um, who are sick, who are joining us, who have sick loved ones. Lord, I pray um, that your hand would be on them, that your healing touch um would be on them. Father God, I thank you for this time together. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Until next time, you know that I am continuing to pray for you and yours. Bye now.